Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Nora's Digest. It's your girl, Nora Natish, and I'm here to give you guys the rundown of this past week of football. Man, first we're going to start saying, yo, keep the Ravens players in your prayers, be for real, because the Ravens' entire team pretty much had COVID. Like, it was crazy. It's crazy. Like, Lamar Jackson's out because of COVID. You had, um, actually, I think my freaking um, tight end was out because he was either had COVID or he wasn't feeling well. I don't know. It's just the sickness is all throughout the Ravens. The Ravens had so many players out. We had RG3. Like, and man, it was just crazy. Crazy, crazy, and crazy. So definitely keep them in prayer. We want them to get better. We want everybody over there to get better and they'll come back stronger than they were before because, you know, I hate I hate to see a bunch of people get sick, especially something we shouldn't even be getting sick for. But that's just not this podcast to even talk about that. So shout out to them. I really, really hope everybody over there gets gets their health back up, man. For real. So Ravens players get better bro for real for real actually yeah Mark Andrews did have COVID so yeah yeah bro get better oh y'all get better so I'm gonna start this episode I'll give y'all my fancy update your girl won a one week 12 yes so right now my 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 record is six and five y'all I beat somebody who was nine and three so you know I'm feeling a little bit good about myself because I think I I won't say I didn't draft too well right but I think I'm think I'm doing pretty pretty good pretty good so that's what's going on my fantasy right now week 12 of the NFL crazy 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 and just the fact that the poor Steelers and Ravens getting pushed all the way till Wednesday bro that is crazy that is crazy but this COVID thing is serious y'all so please start taking it seriously because look So, I'm going to talk about a few games that I checked out on in, during week 12. Also, shout out to y'all again. Happy Thanksgiving. We are now officially in the holiday season. And I love the holidays. Again, I know y'all I know y'all listen to my V report. If not, what y'all doing? Because it's my one year anniversary with my V report. A with my V report. A. So, definitely check out that episode because I got a lot of holiday things coming up I have giveaways I have things I'm doing in the community because y'all again holiday's not just about us being with family it's about bettering one another and of course staying safe during this Rona okay so let's get down to week 12 so the Texans beat the Lions on on not let's say Christmas on Thanksgiving day this game was pathetic like the Lions bruh the Lions yeah yeah, and they're firing their coach because they got played outplayed each quarter. Like the Texans were just the better team, and it doesn't—it's just crazy because Matt Stafford he um he completed twenty-eight out of forty-two of his passes. He threw for two hundred ninety-five yards. He had one touchdown, one interception. Adrian Peterson he had two. I not even saw him score a touchdown. Okay, because you know back and forth getting your plate, getting your life together. You know, might miss a few things. But Adrian Peterson scored two touchdowns. He had 15 carries for 55 yards. T.J. Um, Hethelson he was a lead rush, um, lead rusher. He had five receptions for 89 yards. Deshaun Watson though, 
I keep telling y'all, this is my child. Y'all gonna like put some respect to Deshaun Watson's name. I understand that he's having a rough season, but he, again, he showed you how he's that bad man down in Houston. Deshaun completed, um, completed 17 of 25 of his um, attempts. He threw for 318 yards. He had four touchdowns. And um, Duke Johnson, he led in rushing yards. He had nine carries for 37 yards. And William Fuller, uh, William Fuller the fifth, I believe. Um, he had um, six receptions for 171 yards for two touchdowns. The I'm telling y'all, the Texans just woke up for this game. Like they have been asleep most of the season, but they woke up for this, and they just beat the Lions down. The Lions not only get beat down, but then coach get fired. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Um, but the Texans beat the Lions 41 to 25. Now, the Falcons, were y'all expecting this? Because I wasn't. I felt like Derek Carr took, um, he had his day to stay asleep because Brett was not doing no type of movement at all. So Derek Carr, he completed 22 out of 34 attempts. He threw for 215 yards. He had one interception. Ooh, child. Um... Josh Jacobs, he's a leading rush, um, rusher on the um, Raiders. He had seven carries, 27 yards. That's it. That, that's not going to do it. It's not going to do it. And the leading um, leading receiver was Hunter um, Renfro, and he had seven, um, seven receptions for 73 yards. The, the Raiders, uh, it's just like, they only were able you you traveled all the way to Atlanta to kick two field goals. Why did you even go to the game? Because I just don't understand. Because you got to have Matt Ryan looking like he's somebody, and Matt Ryan knows he's just been a just been a hot mess all season. And you made him look and feel real good. You made Atlanta feel good because Atlanta's been just a disaster this entire year when it comes to football. But Matt Ryan, he completed 22 out of 39 of his attempts, threw for 185 yards. He's had two touchdowns, one interception, because if it's no interception, is it Matt Ryan? Really? And for their rushing yards, um, Ito Smith, he um, led in rushing. He had 12 carries for 65 yards for one touchdown. And for our receiving yards, um, receiving our receiver, um, it was Calvin um, Ridley. He had six receptions for 50 yards and scored one touchdown. When I say the Raider, Raiders just laid there and let the Falcons just beat them all throughout the game. That's what happened, y'all. This game was like I was shocked because the Raiders have been doing so well this year. To let allow the Falcons to make you look funny and make you look like food was crazy to me, and I was just mm-mm. no, 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 don't understand that one. So let's get to these. What? Who's the top of the NFC East? Y'all thought it was gonna be the Cowboys. Oh no, 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 no. You thought it was gonna be the Washington Football Club. I don't know why you thought that. And then the Eagles are sitting there, I'm high and mighty. Fly, go fly, right? Fly and fly and fly. But then guess what just happened? And MetLife, they shot that bird down because them Giants are number one in the trash NFC East. 
Yes, I did it. And I ride with my team. I know what it is. And the, the Giants actually won on Sunday. They beat the Bengals. I'm sorry. The Falcons beat the uh, Raiders 43-6. to But the Giants beat the Bengals 19-17. Yes, it was a nasty game. Yes, we um don't, we heard oh, we don't have Danny Jones as and he's out. But guess what? We still prevailed. We prevailed. I'm gonna go in reverse. I'm so proud to say this. Evan Ingram led in receiving yards, guys. He has six receptions for 129 yards. Evan Ingram hasn't done this all freaking season. Like this is amazing. Wayne Goldman. Led in rushing yards. He had 24 carries for 60, um, sorry, 96 yards for one touchdown. Shout out to the New York Giants. Danny Jones, who we are hoping for a speedy, 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 speedy recovery. Please, God, please. Had completed 60 at 27 attempts, a three for 213 yards. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so shocked we won. <laughs> I'm really shocked. But again, we are going against the Bengals who just lost LSU legend, what, 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 Joe Burrow. But we had backup quarterback Brandon Allen step up. Brandon Allen, yeah, me, I pretty much did the game. He's from Arkansas. Um, he, uh, well, he's from University of Arkansas. He completed 17 at 25 attempts. He threw for 136 yards. He had one touchdown and one interception. And um, Giovanni. Bernard, he has a funny mustache. Bernard, <laughs> he uh, led in rushing. He had eight um, carries for 32 yards. And T. Higgins led in receiving yards. He had five receptions for 50, so 44 yards and scored one touchdown. So the Giants actually, this was a pretty even match game, which is pretty sad because they're using the backup quarterback. But again, beggars could not be choosers. Um, pretty much throughout the game, the both teams were pretty much neck and neck all the way up into the fourth quarter. The third quarter, the Bengals did not put any points on the board, which actually made put them in the deficit where the um, where they scored a touchdown. In the fourth quarter, the Giants had to make sure to score as well because yeah, we get their six points because if they didn't, we lost the game and probably been back in the trash where we, where we belong. But we're at the top of the division, and I'm going to keep rolling with that, and I'm excited about that. So I think it's time for you to bring, out, bring back out the jersey, bring back out my hoodie, my leggings, and get back to my giant seat, okay? Now, we're going to talk briefly about this Panthers and Vikings game. This game actually was pretty dope. Um, I enjoyed catching. I got caught pieces of it because, you know, I was busy. Okay. So Teddy Bridgewater actually didn't have a terrible game. He um, completed 19 out of 36 of his past attempts. He had to throw for 250, sorry, 67 yards. He had one touchdown and one interception. And for rushing yards, we have Mike Davis. He was the head rusher and he had 15 carries for 55 yards. For receiving, we have um, Robbie Anderson, who had four receptions for 94 yards and he scored one touchdown. Kirk Cousins, though, Kirk Cousins was on fire i kid you not um kirk cousins completed 34 at 45 of the attempts he threw for 307 yards he had three touchdowns and dalvin cook who's on my bench because i'm a freaking moron um he had 18 carries for 61 yards he was the lead uh rusher and lead receiver was um 
B.C. Johnson, who had seven receptions for 74 yards. Well, I tell you, this game was crazy because it was just like the Panthers were doing their thing for the most for the most of the game, y'all. They ain't gonna give them, they ain't gonna cut. They were doing their thing. They were running this game until the fourth quarter, and then the Vikings woke up and it went stupid. It went stupid in the fourth quarter. So I'm just gonna say pretty much that um, there was a few, there was a field goal in the fourth quarter. The Vikings scored a field goal. They had. Um, Kirk Cousins threw a 10-yard pass to um, Justin Je- Jefferson for two-point conversion after scoring a touchdown. And, yeah. Yeah. That was it. The, the Vikings came back from being down to winning 28-27. That's Those are always the hardest games. You lose by one point or lose by a field goal or, like, we're, we're like, lose by two points. They like, what situation but yeah crazy 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 the Patriots beat the Cardinals that happened y'all that happened so the my man Cam Newton had a rough game bro Cam has just been having a rough season I really am not liking how I see Cam out here but my guy Kyle Murray had pretty like it was the best probably a bad game both sides. Both sides of the football had a bad game. So we'll start with Cam. Cam completed nine out of eighteen of his attempts. He threw for eighty-four yards. He had two interceptions. Good God. And Damian Harris led in rushing. He had fourteen carries for forty-seven yards. And Jacoby Myers, he led in receiving. He had five receptions for fifty-two yards. Kyle Murray completed 23 out of 34 of his attempts for he threw for 170 yards. He had one interception. Um, Kenyon Drake, oh, I always have a problem saying his name. I don't know why. Kenyon Drake had led in rushing. He had 52 receptions for 78 yards and two touchdowns. DeAndre Hopkins, you always gonna see that name on this list. He led in receiving yards. He had five receptions for 55 yards. Pretty much the Cardinals dominated the first quarter. They started to come back in the um, in the fourth quarter, but the Patriots picked the momentum in the second, third, and continued it in the fourth. So, yeah, it it was um, this game was something else, y'all. This game was it wasn't a great game to watch because you see like the Patriots are struggling. You see Cam struggling, which to me is never a good game for me. I like seeing Cam struggle, but. Homie gotta get it together. Like he really, really do. Like he really, really do. Cause it's not it. Complete only nine out of eighteen attempts. Come on, bro. That's not that's not the cam. That's not Superman cam. Superman cam gotta wake up. But yeah, the Patriots did win. And they get to advance forward. So and so the Cardinals. They're both um Patriots are now five and six. Cardinals are now six and five. So yeah. Just lost. We all knew that was coming. Dolphins beat them twenty to three. Nothing. What else did it say there? Nothing. The Saints and Broncos game. I want to talk about this game because this game was annoying to me because it was the most unfair game ever. You, the Saints were not going to not run up them points on the Broncos. We knew that. I love the meme saying that the Saints beat the Broncos and the uh, Buccaneers both something like forty something to three or thirty something to three, and it was like, well, the Broncos didn't have a quarterback that the. Buccaneers have Brady. That was funny. But this wasn't fair. The Broncos, like, what do you do? Because, like, all four of your quarterbacks said, we ain't playing. We ain't about that, Rona. We ain't about that. Heard them. Feel it. 
but that solar guy stood up. So they had somebody stood up, y'all. Po, 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 po. Po, po, po. Broncos. Kendall Hinton stood up and got out there. Shout out to him for getting out there. He hasn't, according to what I heard, he hasn't played quarterback since his sophomore year of college. And he went to college at um, Wake Forest. And yeah. So that's probably like, I would say, hmm. He's 23 years old. Your freshman year, 18, 18 and 19, 19 and 20. So that's about a good three years since playing quarterback. He's been a receiver since. So the Broncos said, hey, we're going to make our, our, receive, our this receiver we drafted to a quarterback for the game. Well, the homie did not do too well. He completed one half of 19 of his passes. He threw for 13 yards and had two interceptions, y'all. Ouch. The leading um, rusher was Royce Freeman. Royce Freeman had eight carries for 50 yards. Leading receiver was Noah Faint. Or Fant. He had one reception for 13 yards. So, pretty much the Broncos... Went back to their turkey and went back to sleep because they they were not in this game whatsoever. Also, I understand when you are like, "Yo, we don't have nothing. We have nothing to work with here." Oh, you hate to see it. You just hate to see it. Because even Jerry Judy couldn't really get anything popping either. He had one target the entire game. It was a bad game for the Denver Broncos completely. But for the New Orleans Saints, hey, a win's a win, right? So the Saints, um, as we all know that Drew Brees is out with a rib injury. He's hoping to be back soon. But the Saints put in Tyson Hill. Tyson Hill, <laughs> I bet he did. He looked pretty good anyway. He completed 9 of 16 of his attempts. He threw for 78 yards. Was why he had to throw that much? He'll be playing. He had one interception. Ooh. And then you had... Um, Latavius Murray with the leading rusher. He had 19 carries for 124 yards and two, he scored two touchdowns. Your guy Michael Thomas is back for receiving. He had four receptions for 50 yards. So there is no confusion here. The Saints dominated the entire game. And yeah, I didn't want to talk about this. I thought that was crazy. The fact that all their quarterbacks said, nah, we ain't playing. <laughs> and that was it. It took to the, to until the third quarter for the Broncos to even score a field goal. Shout out to Brandon McAmanus. Um, um, he kicked a 58-yard field goal, and that was that was the most they could do, y'all. That was it. But yeah, that game was just that was a bloodbath, just nasty. So the Chiefs and Bucks game. This is the game, my game of the week. This is the game I was very excited about. Um, I love seeing Brady versus Mahomes. Just love it, love it, love it. And when I tell you this game was like back and forth and back and forth, this was a back and forth game. Yes, um, the Chiefs, they definitely were, they, first quarter, the Chiefs put up the, put up 27, no, sorry, 17 points and just chilled. But the Broncos, with that bad man, Tom Brady, did not allow that to go. So I'm going to react a little simple statistics for y'all real quick. Tom Brady completed 27 out of... 41 of his attempts. He had threw for 345 yards. He had three touchdowns, two interceptions. The interceptions are hurting you, Tom. They're hurting you. 
Um, at this point, Tom Brady is, when it comes to interceptions, he's ranked, he's at 11 this season. He's ranked number 29th. And that's a lot for Brady. I ain't gonna hold you. Um, Randall Jones, um, the second, he led in rushing. He had nine carries for 66 yards. Rob Gronkowski, shout out to you, um, Gronk. He led in um, receiving yards. He has six receptions for 106 yards. Well, I tell y'all that Brady was like, I have to win this game at the end, right? And he he tried. Now I ain't gonna hold you. Brady was trying. Brady got this um got this um offense moving at the end, especially what is a seven yard pass to uh, Mike Evans for a touchdown. And with four minutes remaining, he uh my him Mike Evans did some work in the fourth quarter. So you know I, I'm not I'm not gonna hold Brady to that that he wasn't there. But Mahomes just had the ball at the end, and that's just yeah, it's just that's just is what's gonna be. <laughs> he was not gonna let y'all win that game. That's what that was it. The, can't say defense shut that down. But Pat Mahomes, he had a, a fantastic game. He um, completed 37 of 49 attempts. He threw for 409, sorry, 462 yards. He threw, he had three touchdowns. Um, the leading rusher was Clyde Edwards. He had 11 carries for 37 yards. The leading receiver was Tyreek Hill. As like we all we've been seeing throughout the season, he had 13 receptions for 269 yards, and he scored three touchdowns. So yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's pretty much the game, y'all. <laughs> the Chiefs outplayed the Patriots 27 to 24, but this was a good game, great game to watch. Those who missed it, I'm sorry y'all missed it. Check it out on ESPN on the rerun. All right. And we had the Broncos and Bears. That was our Sunday night game and also the game that made me win in fantasy. So shout out to, of course, my dude, that bad man, Aaron Rodgers himself. Aaron Rodgers was on fire. So the Green Bay Packers beat the um, the Bears 41-25. So let's start with the Bears. Mitch Trubisky, he completed um, 26 out of 46 of his attempts. He threw for... 246 yards, sorry, 40, 42 yards. He had three touchdowns, but unfortunately, those two interceptions hurt him. And then the leading um, rusher was David Montgomery. Montgomery, sorry, I just said that word weird too. Um, he had 11 carries for 103 yards. The leading rusher was Allen Robinson. The second, he had eight receptions for 74 yards, and he scored two touchdowns. Now, the Bears. The Bears, um, pretty much were trailing most of the game to the fourth quarter. The Bears started to get together, but the overall, the, the Packers did what they needed to do in the first three quarters, and they just could just chill in the fourth. Even though you never want to chill in the fourth, because you never know what happened, but the Bears could not get, they could not, just could not, had not, didn't have enough time to beat the Packers. They really, they suffered in the third quarter greatly, but the fourth quarter started making a comeback, but by that point, the game was, we were done with the game. So let's go to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers completed 21 out of 29 attempts. He threw for 211 yards. He's at four touchdowns, which is why he went stupid in my fantasy, which was amazing. Loved it. Aaron Jones led in rushing yards. That's also my running back. He led in uh, rushing yards. He has 17 carries for 90 yards. And the lead in, re- lead in receiving yards was Robert um, Toyin. Toyin. 
he had five receptions for 67 yards and he scored one touchdown. So I'm telling y'all, we Ray Packers, they were on fire. That's a division game too. It's never good losing a division game, but they were on fire. Especially the second quarter. The first quarter they were picking up momentum. The second quarter they dominated. Third quarter they dominated. Fourth quarter they really relaxed and just chill. And I love you saw throughout the game. You saw Aaron smiling. Happy Aaron usually means it's going going well for the Packers. And that game was now the game was pretty decent, but I'm sorry, the Chiefs and Bucks game was my game of the week. That was Norris game of the week. So Seahawks did what they needed to do and beat the Eagles 23 to 17, which is why the Giants are in the head division. Shout out to Seahawks, shout out to Seahawks. Everybody in New York was repping them Seahawks heavy because we were like, we need y'all to beat those Eagles. But I'm not gonna hold you. The Eagles actually did pretty decently. Um they could Carson Wentz, he completed 25 out of 45 attempts. He threw for 215 yards. He had two touchdowns, but that one interception definitely hurt. Carson Wentz also led in rushing yards. He had five carries of 50 to 42 yards. So Wentz was doing his thing. Wentz was trying, man. He was really trying. Dallas, um, yo, man. His name is um, Goydert. Dallas Goydert. He led in rushing. He had seven receptions for 75 yards. He scored one touchdown. Now, Russell Wilson came though with that heat, though. He had some, he came with that spice. He um, completed 22 at 31 of the attempts. He threw for 230 yards. He had one touchdown. Um, Chris, Car- um, Chris Carson led in rushing yards. He had eight receptions, eight carries for 41 yards. He scored one touchdown. DJ Metcalf um, led in re- receiving yards. And this kid, man, this guy is such a, he's a wall of like steel. He had 10 receptions for 177 yards. The Seahawks beat the um, Eagles 23 to 17. This game, it went down all the way to the wire. All the way to the wire. And yeah, this, um, this was scary. It was scary, scary, scary. You were a New York fan because once um, Jason Myers kicked that thirty um, that thirty nine yard field goal, the game was pretty much wrapped up with twenty three to nine. Both Eagles, you can never count them out. And um, went through uh, through a thirty three pass to Richard Rogers, um, which um, went to sc- um, brought score up by um, six by six, and they also completed a two point conversion, which which is how we got our twenty three to seventeen end. The pretty much the Eagles needed to come back in the third quarter and start relying on the fourth. But that is that. And as you guys know, the Ravens fell to the Steelers fourteen to nineteen. For the Steelers, the Ravens did not have their quarterback and um, not have their um their tight ends and a few other other huge pieces their running backs they actually didn't look that bad shout out to rg3 he was not horrible at all he was um he led in rushing to be the exact i'll, I'll give the quick the quick um run down their stats as you guys know the um the steelers won ben rosenberger um he had completed 20 sorry 30 uh, 51 of the attempts but he's, he's um, through for 266 yards. He had one touchdown, one interception. Um, 
Benny Sne- um, Sneal Jr. led in uh, rushing yards. He had 16 carries for 60 yards. And our lead rush, uh, receiver was Eric Ebram. He had seven receptions for 54 yards. Now on the Baltimore side, we had Trace, um, Tracy McSwirly. Um, yep, let's go with that. McSwirly, he completed two out of five of his attempts. He threw for 77 yards. He had one touchdown. RG3, Robert Gif- um, Griffin III had seven carries for his 68 yards. And Marquise Brown had um, four receptions for 85 yards. He scored one touchdown. And RG3, he could also complete a seven out of his 12 attempts. He threw for 33 yards. And um, he had also, unfortunately, had one interception. So this game was... It was a mud. It was a mud bath. It was just. It was. It was rough. It was, so many people were sick and just. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a good game. It just wasn't a good game. The Ravens. It was scored touchdown in the first quarter and touchdown in the fourth. That was it. And the last touchdown in the first quarter was scored by um, Gus Edwards ran for one yard, um, and that was that. And yeah. And Marquise Brown, he's the one that scored the 70-yard um, um, touchdown. Um, you had a 70-yard pass that was thrown by Tracy. By Trace, sorry, my Tracy. Trace um, McSwirley threw him a 70-yard pass for a touchdown in the fourth. And that's how they t- got to 14 points. It was a really bad game. It was a rough game. You could tell that it just wasn't, just wasn't, just wasn't good. wasn't good. So let's quickly go down our NCAA rundown real quick. As you guys already know, your girl North Story told y'all about what happened last week. But I'm just going to quickly mention by daggone LSU. Like, what's going on? LSU got their selves handed to them. I didn't like that at all. LSU um, fell to Texas A&M 7-20, which dropped our record to 3-4. And that's pretty trash because we ain't going to be champions this way. No vibes, no vibes. And LSU honestly didn't even score until the fourth quarter. This is like a nasty game to watch, especially as an LSU fan. I was just sitting there just mad the entire game. The entire game. So let's hope that doesn't happen again because that would be whack. But week 14, we got a lot of great games coming our way. LSU is playing Bama. This is going to be a really bad game. We're going to lose so bad to Bama. And it's the 8 o'clock game on CBS. That's going to hurt. That's going to be a game that's going to be painful. But um, I'll quickly give y'all a rundown. I know you all probably heard of my view report. But what's wrong here and again? So on Friday, December 4th, you can catch um, Louisiana taking on Appalachian State at 8.30 on ESPN. Saturday, here's the 12 o'clock game rundown. Ohio State versus Michigan on ABC. Texas A&M versus Auburn on ESPN. Oklahoma State versus TCU on ESPN2. Um, West Carolina versus North Carolina on ACC Network. Rice versus Marshall on ESPN+. Plus. Northwestern versus Minnesota has, has been canceled. Our 2.30 game on NBC will be Syracuse versus Notre Dame. Our 3.30 um, slots are the following. Florida versus Tennessee on CBS. West Virginia versus Iowa State on ESPN. 
Indiana versus Wisconsin on ABC, Iowa versus Illinois on FS1, Tulsa versus Navy on ESPN2. Our four o'clock games will be Vanderbilt versus Georgia on SEC Network and Stanford versus Washington on Fox. Our 5.30 game will be on ESPNU, which will be BYU versus C Carolina. Our 7 o'clock game is Oregon versus Cal on ESPN. Our 7.30 game will be on ABC. You'll catch Clemson, 8-1 Clemson, Tigers versus Virginia Tech. Our 8 o'clock game on CBS, unfortunately, will be Alabama versus LSU. Um, those um, 8-0 roll tie, number one in the division versus those struggling LSU Tigers. So we'll see how that goes. Because college football, you never know what's going to happen. Um, 8 o'clock on the ACC um, network, you can catch Miami versus Duke. On Fox, you can catch Baylor versus Oklahoma at 7.30 on Sunday night on December 6th. You can catch on FS1, Washington State versus USC. So there you have it, guys. That's another one of a week. Wow. I can't believe we're in week 14 of the NCAA. And we are going into week 13 of the NFL season. But this is your week 12 NFL update. Oh, no, NFL Digest oh, wow. all over the place. NFL Digest with your girl Tish. Woo! So definitely make sure y'all check out the V Report. Check out all the MTMV Sports Podcasts. Um, um, podcasts. That was dumb. Podcasts because they're all really, really good. You definitely get a lot of sports knowledge from each and every last one of us. And don't forget to check out our show, The Huddle Up, which comes on the radio. And you can catch it on YouTube at MTMV Sports Podcast network so definitely check it out because it's always there we're always shooting live on mondays at 9 30 so if you want to catch us live log on youtube at 9 30 and if you want to just, just check out our shows go on to youtube and put an mtmv sports podcast and you'll catch every single show we've ever done on there all huddle ups all of our other programs now the v report is not on youtube which is okay because I got some stuff coming in January. So definitely, definitely, definitely keep a lookout for everything. Check out my one year anniversary. Keep a lookout because I have contests coming because I love the holidays. I got a contest here, contest there, giveaway here, giveaway there. So you don't want to miss it because you can get some free stuff. Why not? So I conclude this, this episode. Guys, continue to stay safe, continue to stay happy, continue to stay blessed, and let's keep on going. Bye.